Parking Podcast is brought to you by the International Parking and Mobility Institute, the world's largest association for professionals in parking, mobility, and transportation. Learn more at parking-mobility.org. listening to the parking podcast views and opinions are my own the parking podcast is brought to you by vade vade helps cities understand and manage the curb by measuring when where and why it's used with wireless cameras and computer vision vade powers data-driven decisions that reduce congestion improve pedestrian and bicycle safety and better serve today's demand learn more at vade.ai This episode is brought to you by ParkHub Management Technology. ParkHub is a complete parking technology ecosystem that offers a parking management system to the industry's top operations. Learn more at parkhub.com. Welcome back to another episode of the Parking Podcast. With us today is George Baker, Chairman of the Board at ParkHub. How are you doing today, George? I am wonderful. Glad to be here. Thanks for, for inviting me. Yeah, I'm shocked I haven't had you on sooner or met you sooner. I, I've seen your name everywhere, but we've never really had the chance to to connect one-on-one. So, so happy we were able to connect over the parking podcast and uh, finally meet you. So welcome. I too. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And you are no stranger to parking. So hearing about your story, I know parking has been in the family for maybe several generations, if not two. Talk about your history in parking, growing up in parking, the family parking business. Yeah, so I, I was born in in a par- in a parking lot. Um, well, not really. Uh, but, but, <laughs> That's a great story to tell. Uh, yeah, uh, figuratively though. So, uh, as you mentioned earlier, yeah. So I uh, I come from a family that's owned and operated parking uh, since the late '60s, and so because of that, I I grew up in in parking lots. So at a very young age, I got exposed to the operations. Specifically, uh, or at the then time, kind of the maintenance and 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 kind of back office operations. So six, seven, eight, definitely pre ten. My my ten, I was out in out in the lots uh, with the maintenance man, uh, and wow. you know, uh, at the then time, we're we're sweeping so we could prep the surface lots to be, then be uh, striped. We were digging trenches. To, to drop in these 800 pound metal honor boxes. Honor boxes. Um, I was wondering. Were, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which were facilitating the payment and, you know, putting up logo signs appropriately. Um, but it was, it was a, it was a different world at that point, but nonetheless got to be exposed to securing the asset, to putting in the then technology, which was physical you know, metal hardware boxes to then actually seeing the operation open up and, and vehicles come in and, and then, you know, the the customer, the patron uh, making that payment to understanding where the violators were to then issuing uh, citations 
not not a lot of booting going on at that point. Really, ticket citations, and then that kind of led to whoever was scofflaw there towing, monthly permitting, issuing those out, all all of that. So you've seen it all. I've seen it all. I think this is the 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 mid to late eighties. So parking was humming at that point. Yeah, and I'm glad to hear the early age. My dad also put me to work. Like legit, had a job, got a paycheck when I was 13, which was legal at the time. I just think too, having children now and a little older than that, not working yet, but it's pretty pretty interesting, uh, uh, that generation working at such young ages back then. But that's really cool. And you saw it all, which I'm assuming led to the creation of Park Hub because you probably saw some inefficiencies, things that you the technology coming onto the scene that you thought there's a big opportunity here. This is a there's a, there's a lot you could do here, and I don't know, but t- talk about kind of when the light bulb went off to lead, which led to the creation of of, of Park Hub. Yeah, it, it 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 was, you know, decades later after my college years, in which I was running different profile, uh, different in market verticals in parking. So early days, it, it was I was. Just being exposed, hey, this is how operations work. Then I, you know, kind of grew up, got an education, and 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 yes, I'm a uh, efficiency-minded individual. Um, and you know, uh, kind of my my operating track, I, you know, I was I was the assistant manager at Dallas Luffield Airport, which is a local airport. I was the athletic event manager for Southern Methodist University for multiple years. I I was portfolio managing commercial assets for groups like CBRE, JLL, a uh, local group called Crescent Court. Wow. And in the it was really in the late 2000s, you know, 2005, 6, 7, maybe 8 in which I begin the light bulb actually went off. I founded Park Hub in 2010. But the light bulb went off at, kind of after I had been managing all these operations and I was running corporate development for the for the business and SP plus and uh actually standard parking and central parking had just merged and part of that merger they had to divest their owned assets yep. um and so i was going in and i was trying to underwrite kind of some of the the acquisition of some of the the real estate holdings kind of all over the country and there wasn't a lot of you know financial reporting around it and and i found myself you know getting out on the lot 5 a.m. counting cars, you know, chalking tires to understand turnover rate. And, you know, the light bulb was there is no no true digital record around what is occurring in the operations. And I I began to look at other hardware groups were beginning to get installed, specifically in late 90s, early 2000s with gate barriers and parks equipment, which were an evolution of kind of time and attendance equipment, right? So old punch cards effectively became, you know, time stamped for for uh, length of stay from a ticket standpoint. Yep. Uh, but still, a lot of physical processes, and there wasn't a lot of digitization around it, and there certainly wasn't cloud computing around it. And at the then time, you know, iPhone uh, had just come out in two thousand seven, and you were able to create lightweight applications that sat on top of the iOS framework. And there was this app craze. There was an application for everything. And this born 
was able to bore the the app, the park mobiles, the pay by phones, the spot heroes, the park with all of these other applications, which then bore Park Hub, right? Yeah. Um, and it was really it was it was that time in which I began to realize and understand that as those payment options became available, opportunity was really in kind of unifying all of those payment channels. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you know, so when I started building it, it was always open standards. It was, you know, leveraging all of the various transaction points, and which is why I, I believe Park Hub has kind of been so successful through our journey over the last 12, 13 years, in which you know we we meet our clients where they are. Um, and we create that digital record on top of their operational workflow. We work with all technology stacks to the extent the the the, the partner is willing to integrate and will integrate. And you know, just just that was the genesis uh, and kind of the evolution of the of the product offering. Yeah, that's that's awesome, and that's exciting. That's actually right when I entered, I started parking in 07, uh, late 07. So this was right when Central Standard merger. This is when. The apps were just starting to come onto the scene. I remember Park Mobile was at their first IPMI show, and um, that's really cool. You saw the the light bulb go off, and now I think I saw some stat. You're like used by seventy percent of all professional uh, sporting events or something. So um, yeah. it sounds like you've really cornered that market as far as the, uh, or maybe the only one in the market that does this. But just being able, like you said, to have you know be the credentialing system almost to be able to validate who's paid who's not paid and aggregate all that and bring that solution to the the sport owners that run these parking lots is that correct am i am i but, saying that correct no you're you're saying that correct and and, and so 2010 when i founded the business i, I dallas texas where we're, we're headquartered jerry jones had just opened up the modern day coliseum with the then cowboy stadium which now is branded AT&T Stadium through yep. advertising and marketing. And Dallas sports was hot. Oh, Mavericks. Um, that's when they won the or yeah, around. Dallas, yeah, exactly. Dallas Mavericks went to back to won the uh, NBA championship in 2011. The Texas Rangers go to back-to-back World Series. As I mentioned, the, the modern-day Coliseum with Cowboy Stadium opened up. That then hosted Super Bowls, opened all, opened, uh, hosted an all-star game mega events at AT&T Stadium. And with that, I was able to leverage, again, kind of the 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 high ticket value and the high entertainment expenses and bundle parking with tickets and uh, really prove out that the, there was a paradigm shift in how the transaction was was being transacted. And, you know, historically, kind of prior to this time and prior to the app craze and prior to technology really being applied to parking, it was this quest for parking was a line of sight after thought on your way to the airport, on your way to the sporting event, on your way to the office meeting at Maine and Maine, in which the quest for parking began quarter mile out with rate signs. And, you know, at the then time, you likely had you know, flaggers out on the streets, you had early bird specials. Nonetheless, it was a rate game and it was a site game. With with technology, the transaction was moving geocentric, you know, walking distance, proximity, amenities. And again, I was able to leverage kind of the the, the hot sports market here in Dallas 
to begin to move that inventory, understand customer acquisition cost, and understand that it wasn't necessarily about the Park Hub sales channel or about the then Spot Hero sales channel, that in order to get you know 100% sold in advance, you needed to have a plurality of payment options. So again, opening those standards and opening the opportunity for the sales um, and then electro- ele- electronic payments on site. So back to your other point, yes. So today in 2023, we're working with over 70% of all professional sports. We've got 120 division one universities that, that we power their athletic program and about 3,500 locations nationwide that the technology powers. That's crazy, man. I wonder, that's probably your secret sauce, but I'm just curious how you go from doing a, a few Dallas venues, big ones. And then I guess they, they recommend you to another professional. I don't know. That's just crazy how it grows to be in the premier uh, user for all these major venues. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's the technology stack. It's the great partners, customers, clients in which we have that championed it over the, over time. And, and it's the team, you know, I've got an amazing team um, yeah. that, that is, that, that, that has helped build this. And, and we, 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 we run a proper innovation cycle. We use kind of two specific vectors for our product roadmap feature set. So one, we do, important to note, we deliver the product uh, since inception kind of in this subscription form. So it's always been one fee for the entire technology that includes customer support. You know, we have SLAs around uptime and maintenance. That was born out of my frustration of the operating side when I had these large capital expenditures and I had kind of the local dealer installer networks that that would come on site and bill me on-site fees. And so, you know, when I started building, I, I I wanted it to be a subscription and I wanted it, I wanted it to be kind of this white glove uh support. And I think with that approach, again, we were able to to get the the, the client champions, the 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 partner champions, and, and uh, effectively get the the market penetration in which we have today. Yeah, man, what a story! I love hearing the entrepreneurial story there. And I don't really have a question. This one, I was just as you were talking, it reminded me of something I read where you talked about how you know we used to drive up, and a minute before the. <laughs> Before the or thirty minutes before the game starts, you would figure out where you're going to park by following flaggers or, or wherever, and um, or just the flow of traffic, maybe. Just, even, yeah, right? wherever yeah. you end up, where <laughs> the police says you have to go. So yeah, uh, and I remember you wrote an article I had read in uh, Forbes about just the different kind of digital parking 1.0 to 5.0, how it you know went from the static dynamic signs to the mobile apps to the reservations and you know, in the future where, well, I guess the future's now, you know, the in-app uh, or the in-app vehicle dashboards and autonomous vehicles yep. of the future. And uh, that that was uh, really interesting. And you you wrote that uh, a while back and that's all come into fruition and, and it was spot on. So that that was a really great article. I'll, if I'll get my hands on it, I'll put it in the episode notes so listeners can, can read about that. So one thing you mentioned was the team and I agree. I love your team. I've known you know, Charlie and uh, some of the guys with Smarking. And so you've kind of diversified from that, not just events, but that was a big component, the event-based parking, credentialing, reservation. And now you've you've acquired some of these really cool companies like Curb Track for the multi-app, Smarking with the Smart Analytics, Bonfire, which I've actually used. And I did not nice. know you guys acquired them. I think it was like 
we used them for like camping reservations and um in yep. a beach in a beach parking operation i was i was working with the, they solved a big problem for us for for uh like a beach uh campground reservations that was actually in the parking department but um anyways i'm digressing but yeah talk maybe talk about some, some of the, the these new solutions and now kind of uh what park hub can now offer or maybe what doesn't park hub do but talk about a little bit about why you brought in some of these companies and, and what all Park Hub can now offer with this kind of turnkey yeah, uh, host of definitely. solutions? So yeah. well, I, I want to hit Bonfire first because it, it's kind of it, it, it you, you'll have this kind of aha moment. So Bonfire is a product offering that serves outdoor recreation, right? But at its core, yep. uh, fun. It, it, so it serves campgrounds, RV parking, uh, marinas, right? But but fundamentally, when we built the technology stack. Uh, we built it obviously for parking, right? You have a parking lot that has spaces, but fundamentally you've got a campground that has campsites, right? Yeah. You've got a marina that has slips. You've got you've got uh, you, you know you've got a beach that has cabana areas or beach area, right? Or, or so the, nonetheless, so it, it, that's the beauty of software and technology. Same product, different use case, right? So. And, and that's how you really get through exponential enterprise value when you begin to unlock these opportunities, which thereby end up unlocking addressable markets, there, thereby unlocking kind of opportunity to, to penetrate, right? And, and, and great gain enterprise yeah, value. No, so, so to that point, like, you know, being an entrepreneur, being an innovator, like uh, you want to do everything, but you can't because you can't scale that way that fast, right? And so the 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 mantra has always been nail it and scale it, right? And so, you know, I like that. Na- nailed our backyard here in Dallas, kind of, and then scaled that, and then that that's why I, working with Charlie and, and buying the the curb track product, buying the bonfire, buying the smarking, like you know, best of breed, best of class, per their perspective, domains, and, and that with the same kind of ethos of open standards technology operational and transactional reporting that drives business intelligence by understanding business intelligence you you optimize the operational efficiency by operation by that operational efficiency you reduce the operational costs by doing that you increase bottom line profits it's it's it it sounds like it sounds silly and cliche but it's 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 it, the formula is really that easy right yeah um and so you know, we nailed it and we scaled it here in Dallas. We nailed it and scaled it sports entertainment across the country. And, you know, we looked at, at, at Smarking, which nailed it and scaled it kind of in that commercial office. So it's like a natural complementary uh, technology stack. And even when we looked at early, when we going through kind of the M&A thesis, like, like the, there was like 5% customer overlap and like it, wow. and, and 90% customer cross-sell opportunity. So it was like, it, it was, it was, it, you know, in the talk about, you know, expanding wallet share from our customers and a data point here is, you know, since inception, again, 2010, we've had 97% logo client retention. So our client, our clients find immense mm-hmm. value around the product offering. That stickiness and too that you create. By, yeah. yeah. We've got 130% net revenue retention, which means our clients buy more stuff from us, Right. Because we have those clear ROIs around each of the product offering. So wow. what that ultimately says is pro- give me more product, right? Expand the sales bag. Uh, we've got loyal clients 
that want a want a technology ecosystem. And so, you know, how do you eat an elephant? You eat an elephant one bite at a time, right? And so it's 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 just chewing at the market with with a good team. Yep. Um, and you know, I often tell them, you, you know, if you want to go fast, go alone, right? And, and you do see a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of startups uh, that that's what they do, and they move fast, and some of them fizzle out, right? But if you want to go far, you got to go together, right? And and you know, creating these partnerships, creating these relationships early and early, you know, aligning in a future state through through acquisition. So this partner build build by model uh, has been very fruitful and successful for me and my organization. And, you know, we bought eight different businesses kind of over that evolution. Man, you are dropping some zingers. If you, (laughs) if you, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. That's a great one. And I know some of these I've heard, but the nail it, then scale it. Cause you're right. I think the chicken and the egg, the people want to scale before they have a proven solution or before they've mastered it. And then people want to, you know, vice versa. And then one of my favorite ones I, I read uh, for Park Cubs kind of uh, mantra, always in drive, never in park. Did you coin that? Uh, I, I, I believe we have that trademarked. Um, <laughs> Are you <you're> kidding? <laughs> uh, no, I'm serious. Oh, you're serious. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. Always in drive, uh, never I, in park. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's that's awesome but it's this true man and it's been great watching from a distance and uh, i've been cheering a lot of these companies in fact our very first podcast guest four years ago almost five years ago was charlie he had the idea for curb track wanted to promote yeah. it we came on the podcast and i just don't know why every city in the world's not using that the ability to offer multi-app um, and have an aggregator that can that can make it easy for you by having one report and one integration and, and what smarking has been doing over the years. So really cool. And kudos to you and your team. And speaking of your team, I think Park Hub team won the uh, Parking Today Customer Service Excellence Award. And you talked about the 97% retention and, and, and all that. So kind of how, you know, how as a leader, you know, how have you instilled, you know, standard of excellence when it comes to customer service? Yeah, I I think you know, and and now kind of being in the chairman role and building twelve years, I'm I'm pretty proud of the the organization and the culture and which I've which I've built. And with that, and kind of lasting institutions like that that are that survive their founders and their 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 you know their 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 leadership and that culture continues. So it, it's 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 built in the value system, and so I harp on our core values. And when I say this, you, I absolutely mean. You can ask any park. I hire by these, I fire by these, and I reward. I reward by these, right? And we 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 do that, and we showcase on a monthly basis, kind of employee of the month, and on an annual basis, kind of employee of the year, but also employee for each for each of the yeah. uh, kind of the values. And and one of those values is exceeding expectations of customers and colleagues. And mm. because of that, it, it's, you know, we, it, it, you, when you get a lot of bright-minded kind of individuals and, 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 and yes, I do have parking-centric individuals, but I got a lot, most of my staff are, are engineers, right? And, and engineers are very competitive. Yeah. Um, and, and so when you, when you put out like, you know, exceeding expectations, 
whether that's from a sales side or a product build side or a customer support side, you end up with really good product, high velocity sales and customer excellence awards within the industry, right? So mm. I just wanted, while I'm on the subject, hit hit on the others, right? So no one is above any job. Uh, this was kind of built out of the DNA of kind of my parking roots that when you're a parking operator, you're not just, you're not, you're, you're the parking if, attendant, you're the porter. You if know, the toilet needs to be cleaned, I'm cleaning everything. it. If, exactly. if a cashier calls out, I'm in the booth collecting. Oh, I've been there and I love that one. We used to yep. call it, I think the Disney, I don't know if they still call it the Disney concept where I guess the the story was that Walt Disney would visit the park every day and would grab a broom and start sweeping up popcorn or picking up trash and then the executives are standing there watching and then it became this, you know, everyone picks up trash. No one's above any job. Uh, yep. I, I hate the words. That's not my job. You know, it's like, if it needs to be done, jump in and do it. No one's above. That's a great one. I like that one. Thank you. So, so I, 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 my, my point being is, 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 is that, it, you know, instilling that since I founded the organization, it, that that's that's lasting. That's part of our culture. That's part of our DNA, and that that's how you end up with those kind of. Yeah, I love that, and I, I've seen some companies where maybe they come up with core values that they they Googled or whatever, and then there's some that the the CEO or the owners, the managers live them. You can just tell that's what's important to them. It's in every every training, every proposal, everything, and. Um, you know it really matters, and then everyone buys into that, and then you you win the customer service excellence awards and things like that. And uh, another one, I know you're a humble guy, but I, I, you were named the innovator of the year by MPA with all the things that Park Hub's been doing. But maybe if you don't mind, just take a minute, tell us about that honor and how that came about. Yeah. So thank you again. So that was that was uh, uh, I think 2019. Yep. Uh, I was also part of MPA as their their inaugural class of forty under forty in two thousand fifteen. But that award was was because of the innovation and the market leadership in which we had in the sports entertainment side and kind of being the, the kind of uh, mobile point of sale uh, digitization of the operational workflow from the parking attendant side. So digitizing uh, your traditional kind of old brick of tickets that was sequentially numbered that flanked a, a an apron. Um, and a rubber band for. for I remember for those days. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, that that's where that award was was drawn from, and you know, it, it, it's important to me, and, and I'm very thankful and humbled by that. Yeah. No. I, I well done. I I did read the the studying for the podcast. Did read that press release. That was really awesome. And um, again, a reflection of of your team and um, and Park Hub and. How can listeners learn more or follow along with all the exciting things going on with Park Cups? What's the best way? Website, social media? Yeah, so I'll put those uh, in the show notes too. All of those, all of those channels. So you know, parkhub.com, LinkedIn, you know, I think it's backslash parkhub, uh, Instagram, Twitter. It's actually at great parking. That that, mm-hmm. that yeah. Um, but you know, you know, we're we, you know, we're we're different than most, and yeah, we try to we try to we we try to have fun. Mike, my, my team actually, uh, we, we obviously we we work hard, but we we play we play hard too. So come see yeah. us at a trade show. Come drink some oh, beers I, with us. Uh, oh yeah, I've been uh, out with Charlie. You guys work hard and play hard. He's yeah, he's wonderful. <laughs> so, and uh, <laughs> speaking of that, speaking of fun, when you're not uh, solving uh digitizing the the parking industry. 
what do you like to do for fun? What's it, what's the day off uh, look like? Yeah. So, uh, a father of two. And so I've got a, a 10 year old boy, uh, George, uh, I, I refer to him as 2.0 and then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh awesome. another son that's seven and his name is Cooper, uh, K U P E R, uh, Cooper is, uh, my wife's uh maiden name so it's 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 oh, uh, that's German awesome descent yeah yeah so two two amazing um bright boys both kind of it, with you know named after family um and so i'm I'm a family man I, I i really enjoy or have enjoyed watching them grow and will continue to to lead them we like to as a family uh we're, we're outdoorsmen and so we fish a lot we hike a lot we camp a lot uh i'm the I am a past Eagle Scout, and so I'm I'm actually Cub Master for their their troop. Um, so we oh, go out that's camping. awesome! Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're we're outdoors a lot. Yeah, and, and we we talked about that before we started recording, but we we have a lot in common, and um, yeah, I'm the same way. I think I work pretty darn hard, and when I'm time off, I realize what's important and love spending time with with my my boys and getting outdoors and the, and the family. So that's that's great to hear. So man, George, thank you so much for joining the podcast. I'm glad we can finally connect and get you on the show. We've had people request to learn more about Park Cub. I'm excited to uh, see Park Cub at IPMI and uh, I hope you have a great weekend. Awesome. You too. Glad uh, glad we we're finally able to connect and looking forward to to hosting you here in my hometown, IPMI that, June. Uh, that's right. Of, of yeah. Three. Dallas, right. Texas. Actually, that's Fort right. Worth, but Fort close Worth. enough. Yeah. Close, close enough. enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, George. Have a good one. Thanks. All right. Be well. All right. All right. To the moon. Bye. <laughs> to the, always in drive, never in part.